Is happiness a question of willful ignorance or is it a question of wisdom? That's what I want to talk about today. I set up a Patreon account the other day. You can check that out on the website, beautifulpodcast.com. If you want early access to a whole bunch of backlog of content that I'm uploading, (laughs) then check that out. $3 a month to get access to that. Beautifulpodcast.com. See the link up the top. All right, let's begin. Welcome, spiritual seekers out there, opening your crown chakra and your third eye to get a little taste of the knowledge, the wisdom that I'm laying down. So today on Facebook, I've started writing something about the nature of happiness, and I got a bit carried away and started writing quite a lot about this. So I thought for this episode, I would just read this out to you so you can hopefully soak up some of the positivity that I'm trying to express from the heart of hearts and from my solar plexus. It goes like this. If you don't have money or don't understand money, you might believe that money comes easily to some with little effort or that the majority of wealth is inherited. Likewise, if you're unhappy or depressed and don't understand happiness, you might believe that happiness comes easily to some, and your case is just a question of bad luck. Surely some people have won the lottery of birth or the happiness roulette, but many people who are happy are so because they have put in the effort of integrating their negative experiences in a way that, perhaps counterintuitively, adds to their happiness. They don't always need to distract from their pain because as more whole beings, they can put pain within a greater context, like a dissonant chord in a majestic symphony. If you're not aware that such a thing is possible, then you might assume that people just simply never had negative experiences. Perhaps you even judge them as being simpletons or somehow weak, because they never had to deal with the depth of suffering that you do. We might call this the synthesis blind spot. Being able to imagine how someone integrated certain classes of experience, we believe that they never had them. That is possible and true in some cases. It's also possible that people who have learned to be truly happy have experienced much deeper suffering, leading to what is called the way of the cross, a point of pain so intense that leads a person to say, no more, I will do whatever it takes to enjoy life. I know that people who are depressed will often reject the viewpoints of people who are not depressed. They say, This person has never been depressed, and so he doesn't understand my struggle, and so he has nothing to teach me. In fact, whether someone has been depressed or not can be irrelevant. If you want to learn to fly a plane, 
Go to somebody who knows how to fly a plane. If you want to model happiness, go to a happy person. There may be exceptions to this, but my experience is that truly happy people are those who have learned how to be unhappy. They do not run from unhappiness. They embrace it, explore it, without necessarily dwelling on it. They understand it, and yes, they are even grateful for it. They may even find ways to take on the suffering of others in order to ease their burden. The rule of thumb is, a greater capacity for suffering leads to a greater capacity for happiness. People tell a story about Ram Das. At some point, he was experiencing intense physical pain, a back problem or similar, and our teacher, Ram Das's comment, he said, with joy, I like my pain. It is possible to enjoy one's pain, not in a way that desires pain, not in a way that is attached to pain, experiencing it as you might the bloom of the Wachuma cactus's flowers. It arrives without anticipation. It allows wonder and quickly it is gone without cause for missing it. Of course, you say it is hard. Maybe it is. Or maybe it's the easiest thing you've ever done to get over yourself, to let go of your worries and watch them float away like boats on Loi Kratong. Maybe it is so hard simply because we don't want to believe it's easy, because we believe our suffering with difficulty gives us purpose, gives us identity. Maybe we don't need purpose or identity. Maybe happiness is more important than purpose or identity. Maybe happiness can be our purpose and our identity. Happiness may be hard. If we make our priorities well, then sometimes hard things come at the top of the list. Be well and God bless. So that's my message for today. Happiness is a skill. And happiness is available to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being happy and looking for opportunities to be happy and seeking different strategies to bring happiness into your life and the lives of others. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. A beautiful thought. All right, all right. Remember, if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email. Kurt at beautifulpodcast.com. Check out the website, beautifulpodcast.com. And uh, check out the episodes on there. Send a few to your friends. Juggle them. Print them out. Staple them to your wall or to your forehead. Whatever you do, have a good time. And I'll talk to you soon.